0: Welcome to Talking Tempo. We are Sasha and Katie, two amateur running moms stepping outside our comfort zones to share our love and hate for all things running. In no way are we professionals, just two 40-something-year-old women who have too much in common and spent too much money on Nike shoes, matching socks and visors. We hope that our journey inspires and motivates others and that you laugh along with us.
1: So welcome to episode one of talking tempo with katie and sasha this is obviously our first episode so don't be too hard on us but in what we thought was the best to do was to give a bit of an introduction to ourselves so you have a bit of a context behind the people that you're listening to and knowing our story will help you um, get a sense of why we even decided to make the podcast in the first place but then in our subsequent episodes what we plan to do is have a bit of a welcome at the start, talk about anything significant from our runs from the week or from our training. We will look to speak about some local results from what we're going to call our community champions. We might have a highlights and lowlights section. We'll mention any events that maybe have just been or gone or are upcoming and that anyone that we know of is participating in. And then we are also intending to have a a product review section and possibly even some kind of life hack if we can come up with something. And importantly, we're going to try to have a guest every now and then because we, um, both of us know and have come across so many inspiring people who inspire us every week and we reckon that they might inspire you too. So that's going to be our go-to. And here's Katie. With her introduction to herself. I'm Katie, mum of
0: Hannah and Cooper, and a very patient and thankfully supportive husband who thinks my love for running is crazy and expensive. A free sport has turned into a collection of racing shoes, trail shoes, training shoes, watches, socks, visors, drink bottles, and buffs. (laughs) (laughs) Never (laughs) ends. My journey began at 39, where I set a goal to be fit for 40. I joined a local boxing gym and smashed out a couple of six week unsustainable challenges. I became a champion of over-exercising, counting calories, but nailed the Fit for 40 campaign. Well, on the outside.
1: Nice.
0: Looking back at those six months, I wasn't happy and I certainly didn't learn how to be the best version of myself. I call it my sliding door moment. As my trainer would watch me finish each session with a one-kilometer run, he told me I was running too much and to make contact with another gym member named Rob. I didn't know Rob who, who he was, never met him. I did see him run into the gym one day. Sweating a lot and stopping to fill his drink bottle and off he went again. I soon learned that was a mid 32k run for Rob as he was training for an ultra marathon. I messaged Rob, told him I wanted to sign up for a 10 kilometre run that another trainer was doing at the Jetty to Jetty race. Never heard of it, didn't know anything about it. <laughs> that message led me to find a community of like-minded, inspiring and the most motivating team run with Rob. Rob and his team deserves an entire po- podcast, so let's get ready for that one. Yep. Yeah. 18 months in, I've run two marathons, two half marathons. I train six days a week, averaging around 50 kilometers. There is no history to my journey. I remember meeting Rob for our first session. I couldn't even work out what the program was he'd sent me, and I certainly didn't even know what Strava was or even what a pace was. <laughs> Rob is what I call a no frills runner. I'm not. I purchased the Strava mem- membership straight away. Did you? I did. <laughs> <laughs> still to this day he hasn't over a short period of time I've learned to trusted guy who writes a program for me every week he believes in my abilities and bit by bit we've managed to build some confidence speed and endurance and I now believe in myself I return the favor by encouraging Rob to purchase too many shoes and his <laughs> collection he just his buy three yeah. <laughs> yeah I think he, when I met him he'd run like 150 no 500 something kilometers in a pair oh my god mm-hmm. I found myself again, a happy and healthier version. I've let go of the obsessive calorie counting and learning an entire way, new way of life. I've joined the running cult. It's a frustrating journey. It's hard work, but bit by bit, we make improvements. And when we do, we're reminded all our hard work is worth it. I PB'd today. God, I remember driving in the car the way home I was so excited. I ran Rob and told him. He shared the excitement. I walked in the door and the kids said, oh, yay, yeah, mum, you're home, let's make breakfast. <laughs> It grounds me and reminds me to keep it real, but to be proud of my achievements and be proud of how far I've come. If I can do it, anyone can do it.
1: Okay, so my story is quite different to Katie. And as I was listening to Katie tell you her story, I was starting to panic that mine was a bit long-winded. So bear with me, but my running journey, I suppose, started when I was about, I think I was about eight years old. And I hope my dad doesn't mind me saying this, but he started running with me down to the lake because he had quit smoking back then. And so I'd just go for a quick jog with him down to the lakes. And I think maybe my brother came with us too. And I don't really remember how long we ran for, but it was just little runs, little jogs, and then fast forward to being, uh, 11 or 12. This is back in England, by the way, um, we were all regular runners. And we joined a local club called GEC Avionics. And this became our life. So in summer, we spent our evenings training at a place called Dean Gate um, on a tartan track. Tuesdays and Thursdays, we spent doing track work at a place called Vintage in Maidstone. And then on Saturdays and Sundays, if my memory serves me correctly, we used to do the southern league and then on Sundays I think it was the Kent league and I used to do like an 800 a 1500 I think maybe 400s and sometimes a bit of a relay if my friends were doing the relay so I was never particularly good I was very average but I ran with a lot of really good runners my brother was always pretty good His mates, um, Fraser, and um, a whole group of them were good runners and would often place in the competitions. I don't really remember placing anywhere. I remember chasing PBs like you wouldn't believe, and I remember being so nervous every race. I'd feel sick before any kind of race. Um, But we still loved it because it was like a social thing so we used to get the bus and sometimes my dad would drive the bus sometimes the other parents would drive the bus and that's we would just go early in the morning and be back late in the afternoon and it was we all hung out at training we hung out after training my best friends were from the running club um and even though I was a pretty average runner when I look back on my times now god if I could only do <laughs> I could just do a, a a little sniff of that time it would be great um then in 1991 my parents decided that they were gonna move to australia so they took the hugely brave move of emigrating to australia we had no family here except for one distant aunt and we moved into her shack on her avocado farm in montville where we lived for a little bit and then we moved to brisbane and when we moved to Brisbane, we went in search of a running club and found a running club at Nudgee College called Brothers Athletics Club. Have you heard of yeah, that? Yeah, I have heard of it. Yeah, so I feel a bit sorry for that club because it could never have lived up to, up to what we'd been yeah. with. And it, whilst the people were lovely, I didn't have my friends. Dave didn't have his friends. How old were you? Oh, I would have been maybe... Six, sixteen, yeah, fifteen. Kind 15 of Steve was 12 or 13 yeah and so we'd left behind not only like our family and friends but our running friends as well so um I mean my dad still runs with the people that he met there so it's been really good and they were lovely but me and Steve kind of fell out of love with it then and you know by the time I was 17 or 18 I was going out too well for running. yeah <laughs> I was going out to parties and doing you know having late nights and all that kind of thing but even when like I specifically remember waking up at one of my friends place on a Sunday morning after we'd been out clubbing and they were all asleep and I went for a run yeah. but like I've always it's run great, even you? Yeah, yeah even though we I wasn't really doing competitively we've always run and so yeah I've always run since then and kind of got back into running a little bit, running maybe three or four times a week since then. I'm now 46 years old. Before I had Holly six years ago, I was running quite a bit and doing park runs and things like that. And then after I had Holly, it took me a while to get back into it. And I've just been, as usual, running three or four times by myself. Sometimes run with my dad on the weekend, sometimes run with my friend Tracy on a Sunday afternoon but was lacking, like my brother kept saying to me, you need to join a club, you need to join a club. And I was like, "Ah." And so I was kind of stalking on um, Facebook and Instagram this Run With Rob group, which was down the road. And I thought, how can that be so close to home? Like I'm stupid, I should join that group. But kept putting it off, putting it off, felt a bit uncomfortable. And then Leah, um, you know, who comes and runs with us sometimes from Runco, I noticed she'd run. And so I had made connection with her via a friend of a friend. So I messaged her and said, you ran with the Run With Rob group. I think I need to come and run. She said, I'll put you in touch with Rob. Okay. And the rest is history. Yeah, so since, yeah, okay. exactly. So since March this year, 2022, I've been running with you guys and have never looked back. Actually, on Thursday when me and Dad were running out at um, Bullocky's, I said oh we're going to run clear mountain on monday and dad said that group has been so good for you and it has life changing it has it's changed a whole, whole family i love community. it like everyone thinks i've joined a cult yeah we have but a good cult. it's a good one it's a good cult. and we
0: need to spend yeah. a whole podcast talking yes. about run with yes There's yes so much to it and yeah,
1: yeah. and it's helped like my story it's, it's just given it a whole new level like this year i've done my half marathon PB. I've done my ten k PB. I've just 10K. done my five k yeah. PB, and it, it. I've just got my love for it back. Yeah. And a bit like you, like you do it that PB, and then you just you're at our like, age. That's, that's just what i love. Love. we Getting older, and we're still able to do PBs. One of my students when I was on camp, one of the students, she was talking about running with some local club, and I said, Oh yeah, what's your what's your park run PB? And she said 23 minutes, something. And I, I had great pleasure yeah. in telling her yeah, exactly. that. I was like,
0: <laughs> but you know, faster. What I, yeah. when I did park run this morning at Sandgate, I I got beat by, I think, a 12 year old. And she was running with her dad. And I yeah. had that, oh, it was so lovely. Yeah. He was pacing her, encouraging yeah. her. I'm like, yeah. where's my dad? Yeah. <laughs> <Where's laughs> thank right God. Yeah. Yeah. But and it, it, yeah, and it's so nice to hear your you've had that journey
1: with your dad and yeah. shared that yeah so and I think because dad runs obviously like you've heard about him 68 still smashing like he did 21 something at park run this morning he's like it is his life if he didn't have running I don't think I don't know what he'd do my brother runs my mum did used to run at one point yeah. I remember her at one point having a mate that she went running with but it, it, it's a life like I find myself now People ask me what I'm doing on the weekend, and I'm like, "Well, I'm going running. Yeah, that's about it. And I don't really care about doing anything else.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We're going to recover from this, but being mum as well and a good
1: wife. Yeah, and Justin, like like your Nathan supports us. Kids, it shows them like they're seeing their mum's going off and running and going hard and you know pushing themselves and. I think that's a really good.
0: When you look at Sunshine Coast Marathon, no, yeah, nice. the girls were yeah. there cheering,
1: loved it. everyone on. They had yeah. the best day. Yeah. So I think it shows them a whole new community yeah. as well. Yeah, and I know for myself, growing up around the running, like even in England, a lot of my friends are starting to. I won't mention names but started going off the rails a little bit mm-hmm. but I was always at running so I didn't yeah. get a chance to go yeah. off the rails because I was always with the runners yeah you know so I think it's a really healthy lifestyle it's a really good option and you know i would be devastated if Holly doesn't want to run but hopefully she'll do something fitness wise yeah yeah and hopefully she'll see that you can have good mates when you're running it it teaches you so much resilience like you think about how hard you would have pushed yourself today at your park run just to get that mpb like you don't you, when else would you do that if you weren't running i wouldn't yeah I, I probably should have said in my intro so i
0: used to be a swimmer oh,
1: that's so right. i had this
0: swimming community yeah, so i had a, that we used to compete every weekend so very similar yeah Obviously, different sport yeah I Hated running couldn't run um but yeah, I've learned to grow up yeah. with a community of people around me, supporting me, pushing myself. You need that determination, commitment. Yep. Um, and I think once you've got it, it's very hard. It's ingrained in yeah. you. Yeah.
1: Like so I didn't run yesterday and bad. I just felt yeah. awful. Yeah. I was all day. I was saying, I said, Justin, I might go out for a little run. I didn't. No. But it was horrible seeing everyone else's runs on Strava and just letting yourself yeah. have a day off. Yeah. Yeah. It's like addiction, an addiction but a good addiction. It's a good addiction.
0: Yeah. I think. Um,
1: apart from all the purchases I don't <laughs> do
0: it. Yeah, the shoes. But I can't run in the afternoon. You're good at running in the afternoon. I'm a morning runner. I yeah. find it very hard to run in the afternoon. Yeah.
1: I don't like it. I don't like running in the afternoon. Like I'll have to have a coffee and then I can get out the door. If I don't have a coffee, I can't get out the I door. Go do toilet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's another podcast also. that's a whole lot of podcasts <laughs> definitely all right so I suppose what we've shown you is we've shown you that who we are
0: Two completely different yeah. stories I love that though but yeah I think we have a lot in common and yeah we laugh at each other we always have a yeah. good time together
1: but also we we are both have our own insecurities in our running too that we've kind of bonded over a little bit because both of us have other people telling us that we're capable of things and while we want to think we are, yeah. our, our self-talk doesn't always let us. 100%. Yeah. As I said to you before, I when I did my 5K this morning, I spent
0: <laughs> 22 minutes talking myself out of how to stop, how to find an excuse, which is ridiculous. You look at all the training yeah. we do, yeah. the hard work, the, and then you get that one moment yeah. and you spend that whole time talking yeah. yourself out
1: of it. Yeah, Yep. Yeah. But the other thing is, the other version of park run is there are so many people who show up every week don't even care yeah about their times yeah. and they love it and they yeah. enjoy it but i'm not i can't just turn up and no. just have a run and i don't care about my time it's just not in me no i've avoided them yeah <laughs> I <don't see> you. <laughs> yeah well tomorrow talking of events that are coming up tomorrow is the pink elephant run at march and park aspley and i've signed up for the 6k Terry has signed up for oh, 6k doing, as yeah, well yeah. and Jess is doing I don't know which event she's doing she's doing something and that's as well. supporting bereaved, bereaved uh, yeah children who've uh so miscarriages Miscarriage. and also you Still know child baby. death yeah. and, and you know it's a really obviously as mums you know the stress of falling pregnant staying pregnant having a healthy baby and we've all probably you know every one of us knows someone who's had a very sad story so you know i was really happy to it's a new up. running event isn't it brand new yeah. yeah yeah that's good. yeah i think it's a brand new one but it's very it's, it seems at the moment it seems really well organized and i'm really looking forward to getting there and seeing you know what they've got happening i think there's even like a free breakfast afterwards so happy with that. Yeah. <laughs> bacon A <be> some bacon <laughs> so thanks for listening to episode one and we hope that you'll come back for episode two